Dearly beloved, we are gathered today to witness the joining of two Welcome to The Corner Booth, our weekly podcast where we discuss all things weddings, relationships, and everyday quandaries. We're your hosts, Cynthia and Megan, two wedding professionals that have seen it all and are here to help you through it. So grab your favorite beverage and let's, let's get, get cozy. cozy. Holy moly, I'm tired today. It's been a long weekend. Yeah, yeah. long weekend. Uh-huh. I feel you. And it's only Tuesday. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it also feels like this week, though, is like flying by because tomorrow mm-hmm. we have an event together. I mean, it's a volunteer event, but yeah. we're doing it together. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday, I have rehearsal, and then I have two weddings this weekend. Right. It's like, it's, this week is going to fly by. Yeah. I know. And I went into work yesterday, and I was talking to a coworker, and I forgot what day of the week it was like for some reason i thought it might be like the middle of the week or something and i was like oh my gosh i didn't even ask you how how your whatever was this past weekend and i was like oh i can't believe i waited so long and then i realized that it was monday so like this is the first time i saw her so it yeah. it wasn't like i neglected to like care about her life well you're <laughs> you're so used to having you usually go to work on Mondays and you usually have Tuesday off. Mm-hmm. So yesterday when you went in, it probably felt like Wednesday. Yeah, it felt, yeah, it felt weird. And I was, yeah, still just out of sorts. Yeah. And, and I this- never, and I usually don't work Sundays. So working a Sunday and it was like a full long day, it just confused me even more. Um, This is wedding season. Yeah, right. <laughs> Welcome to this industry. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. But how was your weekend? Um, it was, it was good. I had a wedding on Friday. Um, we weren't coordinating for it at all either. They had, um, a decorator come in and do Mm -hmm. all like their decor and everything. And then, but I was still there and I ended up being there from like 11 AM and I did not leave until 1 AM. And Mm -hmm. then I had to open Saturday morning. I had to be there by 7 AM. I ended up getting there like 650, um, because you don't sleep Mm -hmm. like anyways. And by by the time Sunday rolled around, I remember texting you Sunday morning being like, I, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. I cannot move. I'm exhausted. Because Saturday then was basically 6.50 in the morning until I left at 1 a.m. again. Mm-hmm. And it just, you forget how long of a day those get to be. Right. And the beginning, your body's still not used to it. Mm-hmm. I had pretty much the same thing, but instead of Friday, Saturday, it was Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. And yeah, I was there in the morning all day Saturday. We had to flip the room and whatnot. And then... Well, and you were outside battling the heat, which takes a whole nother toll on your yeah. body. Yeah. Yeah. So Sunday came around or end of Sunday night came around and, um, oh no, oh, we were, yeah. we were with each other Sunday night, yeah, yeah. but See, like, again, still confused yeah. what day of the week it is, but that felt like a Tuesday. Cause we're always mm-hmm. together on Tuesdays. Right. It was, oh, I had so much going on. My brain didn't turn off that day after I left, I literally came home and took a shower and then went and laid down and I was dead to the world at 8, 8 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, so because of our weekends being so crazy, mm-hmm. um, we decided not to do alcohol this morning and <laughs> yeah. we are, and it's the morning. Usually it's the evening. Yeah. We yeah. Record. I guess, <laughs> yeah normally it's like seven, eight, nine o'clock at night. Yeah. And we're recording at, well, I guess it's 11 a.m., but yeah. it's fine. But it's a weekday um, and we have shit to do. Yeah. So. <laughs> Today it's coffee and tea. Yeah. What are you drinking? Well, I just got a tea from Caribou. It's so hot out that I just 
decide I didn't want coffee, and I just did one of their like boosted teas, like a strawberry mango with an ex with the extra caffeine in it. And I I don't know how much that means for caffeine, but I get like too much caffeine and I'm bouncing off the walls. So we'll see how I am once I finish this. I've drank like maybe a fourth of it. Um, but like you said, you think I'm a little more energized than I was I earlier. Yeah. You seem a little bit more jacked. Yeah. What are you drinking? Um, I got, I went to Starbucks actually, and I got a venti iced blonde vanilla latte with soy milk and an extra shot of espresso. Woo. Yeah. But did you know that blonde espresso has more caffeine than regular espresso? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. But only so I because have... at, um, where I worked before we had a Starbucks in the building. Oh, and so like, right. I kind of knew stuff about Starbucks to begin with and I would serve people. So I kind of knew stuff. Yeah. Um, I definitely am regretting getting that extra shot of espresso now knowing that blonde has <laughs> yeah, more Yeah. How much espresso. caffeine is in that? I don't know. There's four shots. Woo. So. Ooh, I cannot. That's like, I'm, I'm probably going to need to take a bathroom break throughout this episode. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> we, that's a lot of caffeine. And I think that mine's a lot and it's probably less than half the amount that you have in yours. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, girl. But it's fine. I have meetings until 730 tonight. So yeah, keep her going. Gotta stay awake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Today's topic, we are going to be discussing traditions and what we really think of them. And kind of also on the lines of what ones we think should be still around, which ones we think should just be done and gone. Um, obviously, like every part of a wedding has been around or like certain traditions have been around for mm-hmm. centuries. Right. Decades. Like, And just like trends go in and out, out of style as you see for the years, same thing happens over the decades and years with weddings. Yeah. And some of the stuff that we're going to talk about today, like – Obviously, it was super popular 10, 15, 20 years ago. Maybe not so relevant mm-hmm. now, but maybe in 10, 15, 20 years from now, it'll be relevant again. Right. Like, who well, knows? And I think a lot of stuff, a lot of people these days, even the past years, it's all about being unique now mm-hmm. and not doing the same thing as everyone. So I think we're starting to see a lot of those traditions just go away because it's like it's a waste of time and money if they don't actually care about it and they want to do something different and just... More people are going to want to spend money towards their bar than they are right. favors for everybody. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some people really, I mean, I love a good favor. Sometimes, though, when I see them come through at weddings, like, people just don't take them. Like, candles, for instance. Right. I have 15 candles from one wedding because <laughs> nobody was taking them. Yeah. You know, yeah, you have to pick certain ones that you know that people are going to use. Like, even when I'm a bridesmaid in weddings or something, I always get a cup or a glass. And I'm like, oh, this is great. But at the same time, I'm like, I, I don't need another one of those. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's it's hard to know. But also, like, mm-hmm. what what do you do? Like, yeah, but favors are a good one. I don't I don't think that we see a lot of those anymore. And if you so do, rare. there's like something like super fun, I feel like. Yeah. I Well, I feel like if you do... Um, like a favorite, sometimes it's nice, something that somebody can enjoy that night, mm-hmm. like a little box of candy or mm-hmm. we have one at, or I guess a little plug. So we work with, uh, Leah from Sweet Haven Tonics Ooh, and I always wonder, I'm like, 
are you going to mention Sweet Haven right here? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I haven't, haven't had him at a wedding yet, but her and I created a thing where you have like a wedding favor and it's one of her like two ounces of her different um, tonics that she has. And then they can personalize it where like the couples will have like their name on it instead of like where the title of the type of stuff it is. And they can write like in a whole bunch of areas like their wedding date or a quote or something. And then guests would get that. And that's, see, that's a fun one because also usually it ties into like their signature drink and you could like take a little bit home with you and people are like oh cool i get a you know a mixer with my next drink or not putting any with alcohol and just drinking just the tonic so that might be kind of fun like doing as like your seating chart or something like you have a little tag on it that says like megan bennett felber table six Mm -hmm. and then i could either take that home with me and make my own concoction at home with it or i could bring it up to the bar and Mm -hmm. give it to the bartenders and be like can you make this with gin and club soda or tonic water or whatever it might be Mm -hmm. that's a good idea right i know i can't wait for us to have it this year fun i do you think a lot of weddings are going to because you guys use sweet haven in your shop right or um yeah so it's like we have it for merchandise that's right and then we have them behind the bar so like our tasting room doesn't do like our our spirits room has the like signature cocktails and mocktails and we only have that open thursday through sunday so then monday through wednesday if you come to the tasting room we have like our obviously our spirits that's usually just straight on the rocks or like you buy a can of soda and you can mix it yourself um but we have the sweet haven tonics that they we have like three or four drinks that you can make just there but then it's not available during the weeknights or weekends sorry fun that's cool we should definitely like i know we're going to talk about like the bar and stuff coming up here and then like the next couple weeks but like I feel like we should really kind of do a deep dive in like Sweet Haven tonics and like tying them into like signature drinks and stuff like that mm-hmm. when we do that. I'm sure episode. she'll love that. We can have her come on. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. We could do like samplings with it. Yeah. Okay. So what are some more um, traditions? One is I think the garter or um, like what it bouquet toss. Yeah. Well, I was thinking what do you call the garter thing? Ooh, it's not a toss. Garter. Yeah. Garter. They're like. I don't know what it's called. I just always write Retrieval. garter. I always write like garter toss and bouquet toss on all my notes because <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I honestly, I don't think I've seen a garter toss in or a garter grab. Whatever the heck it's called. Yeah. I haven't seen one in like in years. Yeah. I, like once in a couple. Uh, I don't even know. Right. People just don't do it anymore. Oh, it's kind of like if, if you want to. fine. If you want to do it. <laughs> Go for it. But I could not personally imagine sitting in a chair, having my husband climb up my skirt um, in front of my family. Yeah. Um, especially if you're more a little bit on the conservative side um, and pull off a piece of undergarments that have been sitting sweaty on my undercarriage. Right. All Did you long. wear one at your wedding? No. Okay. I, I feel honestly, like people don't even wear was, them anymore. Wasn't even something I thought about. And even, um, I feel like even a couple years back when, I don't think that's been very popular for quite some time now, Yeah. but even when it was still a thing or someone planned it, I don't, I don't think brides even wore them. I think that they would just put it on for that occasion. Just like, okay, Mm -hmm. we're doing that. Let me go put it on and you can take it off. Yeah. But some people, oh, I guess I did see it quite a bit years ago, but this, in the last couple years, I haven't seen it. But Yeah. yeah, like where it's like all like the guys lined up with her and like they have to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, it kinda, it, it's cringy. To yeah. Me. I mean, but if, if that's what you want to do, you go, girl. You do it. <laughs> but it reminds me of prom in a way. Yeah. Like it brings me back to 2000, 
10. Having the garter like hang from your mirror on your vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> or like I, I remember like giving them to like the three proms that I went to. I gave them to my boyfriend at the time and like he hung them in his mirror and I'm like that was around my I wonder how many guys leg. still have those garters. Oh, I don't even want to know. Ugh. Get rid of them guys. I my husband went to one prom I think and I don't think he I don't think she gave him the garter afterwards i'm kind of glad that'd be weird to like find in a box somewhere um yeah like <laughs> yeah well then so the bouquet toss that i think is something that we see not is i don't see it as often anymore either i don't and well there's a there's one dj in town where i've seen him do something a little bit different where instead of going to like the single ladies of the group mm-hmm. he'll do like he'll make like the own little bouquet or the bride and groom will and like stack like lottery tickets in it and then throw it to all the married women because <laughs> the married women need it a little bit more than the single women. <laughs> but I I mean, bouquet tosses like it's it's one, it's an extra spend, expense that you have to buy flowers for. Right. And no one tosses their actual bouquet. They have yeah. to toss one. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I I don't really see that. Or half the time, and you probably see it too, when we're cleaning up at the end of the night, how many toss bouquets do you still find on the table that we end up mm-hmm. sending back with a couple or get gets thrown away? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's one that I wouldn't say I don't like, but I just, it's just not as necessary sometimes. So it's kind of like, a, if you want it, you want it. One tradition that I absolutely hate is smashing the cake in the bride's face. Ooh, I don't, I don't ever see that anymore. No. I, I think it's... You pay too much money for that makeup, the hell if you're going to ruin it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cutting the cake, perfect. Still get those photos. Um, It's still... I mean, it's been a tradition for a long time. Mm-hmm. There was a DJ one time that told me the meaning behind the tradition, but I cannot remember what it was. Um, What? I can't... It's like... It's on the tip of my tongue. Cake? I have no idea. Yeah, no. There was some tradition for it. I don't know. Well, it's a wives' tale. You have to Google it. Yeah, I'll Google but, it while you talk. Um, there is, I just, the whole smashing of the cake, like smash into the groom's face. Don't smash into the bride's face. Like it just seems so, so weird. And like, like you said, the bride spends hundreds Mm -hmm. of dollars on her makeup on the day. Okay. So it says the Romans left us with a terrible wedding tradition. Grooms would break a cake of wheat or barley over the bride's head for good luck. Such no. aggressiveness no. this day. You still see grooms smashing cakes in the lovely wives' faces. Yeah. So there's no need for it. No. Why Why was that a thing? I don't know. What? But I of- also see, I don't see as much of people even doing like the cake cutting. Or if they yeah. do. It's so it's private. Not, yeah. Like, it used to be where like you had to watch them do it. And now... Or, like, all those extra small cakes where they had, like, the bridges and everything. Oh, yeah. And now, yeah, now it's not extravagant. Now it's, like, how do I just put something out there that's finger food that you can just grab and we don't have to cut and serve and do anything for? Yeah. Yeah. And usually, like, you pull it out. out ooh. You usually pull it from the main. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Coffee's, like, getting inside my throat. <laughs> um, so... After like the cake cutting's done, I usually pull the cake, put it in the kitchen, put it back in its box and put it in the cooler because mm-hmm. otherwise we've had people like go up to the cake table, cut slices of the bride and groom's wedding cake and serve mm-hmm. themselves. And it's like, why are you doing that? Yeah. That's not your, that's not your cake. You right. get a cupcake or you get a bun cake. Or not you get that, that it's going to even be good the next year when you're supposed to like drink it or eat it. But yeah. But speaking of traditions and, um, yeah, and traditions and the why we do things of uh, something new, something old, something borrowed, something blue. Or how does that go? 
something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Oh, oh yeah. you're right. I, w- I just said it in a different order, but I think you're okay. the way it like, old, rhymes. Old, new, borrowed, blue. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I don't know if people really do that a whole lot anymore. Like, do they? Did you? Um, no. I mean, I had, I guess, I technically, I guess I did have everything. I didn't have blue because blue is just, it's not a color, not a good color on me. Um, but I had, my grandma's diamond was like my old. Oh, yeah. My best yep. friend Laura's veil was my borrowed. Mm-hmm. And I guess my wedding dress was new. Okay. Yeah. I you pretty know. much got it without even trying. Yeah. But I get, I didn't like specify like, this is my thing. This is my thing. Um, yeah. I guess I I do like that tradition yet. I think it is really cool and a lot mm-hmm. of fun to do. Um, but I don't think it needs to be like you have to go out and buy something like crazy right. for it. Do you want to know the meanings of them? Yes, we'd love to. Okay, let's see if I have it all here. Um, something new stood for hope and optimism for the future. Cute. Something borrowed from a happily married friend Aww. Oh, or cute. relative that was that was believed to bring good luck for the union in even fertility oh, the well, color laura, laura has three kids so i don't so <laughs> <laughs> things are boding well for me i yeah, guess <laughs> yeah um the color blue was meant to ward off any evil eye as it stood for love purity and fidelity what are we, are we missing anything old new borrowed blue i don't think it said old oh whatever i guess that's fine I guess kind of old and borrowed kind of go hand in hand with each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, old could stand for like proving the test of time. Like your love will prove the test of time. Like that. Oh, that's cute. We should like actually <laughs> record this and put it in our blog. Yeah. <laughs> that we no, saw but I do like those. I think that those, I, I'm i here for them staying yeah, and doing them. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, One thing, we kind of touched on it. A couple episodes ago, but like one gender bridal parties. Yeah. Like where you have, you know, you know, one on one side and even like when you have a sister and you automatically put it on like your side even or if like, I guess what I'm trying to say is the opposite side. If you had a brother, then yep. it would go on his side regardless. Yeah. And or like how I mentioned the two couples, like having mm-hmm. couples on them and whatnot too. And I think that that's not something that's really as popular yet but i love i love the idea of just mixing it all up yeah because i mean in today's day and age i have personally like a good mix of guy friends and a person and a good mix of girlfriends like mm-hmm. if i would have like really thought about it, i would have had some of my guy friends as part of my bridal party and like right. there's just no real rules to it these days and yeah. i kind of like that it's not very stereotypical or anything it's just right i have a i have a good guy best friend and i would love to be able to incorporate him somehow and it and it'd be he would not fit into going on on the other side i'm assuming and so that'd be cool to be like okay yeah no it's okay we don't have to we don't have to be all one and all the other well and like let's say you have like your bridal party and you have like him on like your side and then like your husband has a female on their side mm-hmm. like the females can all still get ready together and the males can right. all get ready together too or you could all get ready together who the fuck cares yeah like there's no real rules to it and i don't know it just makes it feel more genuine and unique and mm-hmm. like let's mm-hmm. just 
bring all of the people that make us the happiest together in one room and right. nothing else matters. Yeah. Or even like not even having a bridal party. True. I do like, love that too. Some of our friends have just had like their parents sign their marriage license mm-hmm. or like, I mean, you have to be 18, yeah. so you have to have somebody over that age sign it. But yeah. like, and sometimes it depends on, I guess, the, the dynamics. But, you know, if your dynamic works out that way where you're like, okay, there's a mix, I'd rather just keep it in the mix. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there there's couples and you might be close to one and have the one like my girlfriend you know I might have her on my side of the side of the bridal party but then you know she'll have her family with her or something and so instead of having them sit at the head table with you then you could just like be like okay now you can sit with you know with your families you're all there but we don't need to have you like all up here and whatnot do a cute little sweetheart table mm-hmm I love the look of them and it gives a little bit of time because one thing this this isn't about traditions but one thing we we see over and over and over again every wedding is that couples don't necessarily get time to just be together and alone and kind of let everything sink in that's happening because the day moves so fast and you're around so many people so that would just be a nice one one time to be able to just be with you too mm-hmm. and I feel like kind of like tying into like a next tradition too is like not doing a first look so mm-hmm. like the tradition has always been you would wait to see each other as you're walking down the aisle to each yep. other and then you do all the photos afterwards mm-hmm. lately though in the past like how many years more couples are opting to do all their photos before the ceremony mm-hmm. and the nice part about that is you get all of your photos done right you can enjoy the rest of the day yeah. after and then during that cocktail or period before dinner you and your new partner life partner can mm-hmm. go sit in one of the suites and like or go right. for a walk or go to the your have hotel. dinner just you two and yeah. the patio like somewhere else yeah. you can you can just be alone mm-hmm. because again the day goes so fast and come the reception time you two might not even see each other mm-hmm. like right you're too busy talking to other people and chatting and whatnot i know how mm-hmm. it is when i go you know out to functions and whatnot yeah uh without googling it though do you know why we used to have bridesma- bridesmaids and groomsmen oh no why well i know for br- for bridesmaids you'd have bridesmaids who'd get all dressed up and be with the bride because you they'd be like um trying to ward off people that would try and like steal the bride like i think that was a thing where like they would like literally steal the bride when it was like pretty much an arranged marriage where you were (laughs) it was for money technically um so people would try and take her here's my daughter have this cow yeah like yeah and so they were trying to um not make it obvious of who she was so they would have people kind of oh i could google it and probably give a better explanation but that was from my own mind so i wanted to say it no that was perfect it's kind of like, have you ever watched The Office? Yeah, but I'm really bad at quoting anything. Well, I'm not going to quote anything. Okay. But like when, spoiler alert, if you have not seen The Office, please fast forward 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> when Dwight and Angela get married in the very end, Dwight's brother Moe's goes and steals Angela the night before the wedding. and like keeps Oh, her, I have seen yeah, that episode. Keeps her locked in yeah. the trunk for like six hours and she can't move or anything so phyllis has to physically carry her down the aisle yeah oh that was a funny episode oh it was so good it was just like the best way to end that whole series i think Mm -hmm. because then michael scott comes back too oh yeah just amazing so while cynthia's looking that up I have it. Oh, just kidding. The tradition of having bridesmaids goes way back to ancient Roman times. 
The law at the time required 10 witnesses at the wedding. This is thought to be a seed that planted the bridal party tradition. Well, that's different than what I thought. Hold on. There's got to be more. I like your explanation better. <laughs> right. There's probably, that's Roman. So maybe mine's Italian. Who knows? Um, Queen Victoria married Albert 12. Nope. That's got nothing either. Okay. Well, I'm right too. We're just going to say it's yours and then, or it's the way that you said it and then we'll be good. Yeah. Um, and then giving the bride away. Mm-hmm. Now, traditionally, it is the father or a parent of the bride that gives the bride away. But why are we giving the bride away? The bride's been given away when she turned 18. She walked out of that room. Right. Like, walked out of that house and went to college. Yeah. She's, again, she's long it gone. used to be because you were giving them from one family to another as a transaction. Yeah. And yeah. now that's not the thing. Yeah, no. It's like... It's because I, of love. <laughs> I am fully in favor of brides walking their own damn selves down that aisle. The groom right. has to walk himself down for the most part. Like, why not the bride? Yeah. Like, have that well empowerment I mean, moment. I do think that... So, the groom usually grabs their parents and walks with their mother Touché. and so they do have that moment together and there is symbolism there of like but they're not giving him away it's like right and even like when the bride gets up to the front the officiant's always just like who gives this woman to be married to this man and then usually the dad will go like her mother and i it's like why are we doing that yeah. i mean also i'm not hating on anybody that does it i did it that way it's fine <laughs> but like I looked at my dad the night before our wedding at rehearsal and I'm like, so you're walking me down the aisle? And he goes, wait, I am? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, I assume so. And he goes, well, I thought it was going to be your mom and I. And I'm like, I wasn't planning on that. And I'm like, we already figured out who's walking her down the aisle like six months ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I guess it doesn't have to be just your dad. I could, I could see my, both my parents walking me down. Yeah. My mom, when she got married last year, she had me and my sister, her two children, walk her down the aisle halfway, and then we sat down, and her, my grandpa, her dad, walked her the rest of the way. Oh. Yeah. So she got to do a little bit of both. So, like, we all kind of gave her away. Cute. Yeah, it was sentimental. See, I think if you have, like, a really good, not reason, but, like, a really good idea and story behind who's walking said bride down the aisle Mm -hmm. i think it's different yeah yeah i get that okay i'm gonna ask something i don't want to say controversial but how do you feel about sleeping with your partner the night before the wedding and maybe not like (laughs) i think controversial is the wrong word for that i know what what's the word it's not controversial it's um i think you're just worried about saying sleeping because you think we're talking about sex um yeah i mean you can do whatever you want you're almost married but like even just like sharing the same bed with the person you are going to be marrying the next day Mm -hmm. like i i thoroughly enjoyed like sleeping with like my girlfriends the night before and having like a slumber party kind of thing but like some couples like they stay in their house and then Mm -hmm are like see at the altar yeah the wedding your wedding day is just like all cracked up to be the most special and best day and magical day of your life and in reality it's it's not always the most magical thing and if you treat it like every other day 
then it feels a little bit less like that. So if you sleep, you know, in the do your same routine, sleep at home, in bed, get up and be like, okay, I'll see you later at the aisle, like, you know, down the aisle or like later for pictures. I think it takes a little bit of that away because you're still living like the same daily life. But if it, you were to separate, then you would have that. It probably takes a lot of stress off of you too. Mm-hmm. Like for the most part, a lot of couples live together by the time they actually get married. Mm-hmm. So you just grow accustomed to that routine. And I mean, sometimes it's hard for me to like sleep alone now. Now yeah. that like I've lived with my husband for God knows how long. Mm-hmm. Um, but like for some people, it might be a little bit more challenging. I guess I was like kind of. Yeah. And then if we take it back to our tradition standpoint again, yeah. where what what was the reasoning for it? I mean, you didn't live didn't, together yeah, before no you were married. Lived together, so you always stepped, stayed away and that was going to be your first night together. And uh, maybe it's just kind of stemming from that where like no one was ever together before. And then it was like, okay, so we'll keep that part where it's just, just mm-hmm. the night before you're not together yeah, and go from there. Oh, but speaking of like the night before, I feel like in the past people used to do their bride, um, like their bachelorette parties and bachelor parties, like the night before their weddings yeah. Instead of, or the two days before their wedding, usually the night before, I think. Yeah. And like after what was the, up with that? I don't know. That sounds exhausting. So. Seriously. Like, could not imagine. Right. It, also considering like how drunk I got the weekend before my wedding at my bachelorette party. Or like I didn't really have a bachelorette party. I thought party. you did yours way before your wedding. We did, but I did like a small like get together with just like oh, a small group of girlfriends. Yeah. Like for some girls that weren't able to come to like the big bachelorette party we just got dinner at like number four mm-hmm. and then went to flask for a couple drinks and then everybody else kind of went home because everybody was tired and it was like valentine's day weekend yeah and then um my technically my boss emily <laughs> um but her and i went down to the wine cafe like took like four shots of alcohol oh yeah dan came and picked us up drove us home mm-hmm. i ate an entire pizza on the way home and then <laughs> went to bed yeah it was great Mm-hmm. but like i i know it's so extravagant like you do yeah. a bachelorette party or bachelor parties and it's a full weekend of just you're celebrating that person that wedding and it's usually a month or two or depending on when before the wedding mm-hmm. and which is perfect because my girlfriend um in 2019 had her bachelorette party was it like a month before her wedding and a little, yeah, it was a little bit less than a month before her wedding. And good thing it wasn't the day before her wedding because I lost my two front teeth. <gasps> so, is that when that happened? Yeah. <laughs> At her bachelorette party, which is a fun tale for another time. But yeah, got a little crazy. And if that would have been the night before, I would have been toothless to her oh, wedding. No. <laughs> I was a bridesmaid. <laughs> I don't, what would you even have done? Would you have been able to like... Well, I mean, I got... I did get a flipper like teeth okay like two days after so it, luckily it was on a saturday night so on sunday we were already leaving and then called my mom she got me the hookup with my dentist and i went in on i think it was tuesday so i had all monday just sitting in home in solitude because i had no teeth and then tuesday i went into the dentist got shit figured out and got a flipper by wednesday because wednesday was 
the third of July, so it was like Fourth of July weekend. Oh no! Yeah, I remember crying to him, being like, "I just want teeth for for the Fourth of July," <laughs> and he's like, "I'll get you teeth," and I was like, "Thank you." And it was yeah, he got me a flipper in like really fast and whatnot. So yeah. I mean, if it would have been the week before, I would have been able to figure it out, and it would have been fine for the wedding, and I didn't like bruise or anything, so it would have been fine. But the night before, could yeah. you imagine? So thank God for that tradition changing. <laughs> <laughs> oh well and like i mean you still traditionally do like the groom supper the night before the wedding or yeah, like the rehearsal, rehearsal dinner, dinner. Mm-hmm. um i feel like back in the day the groom supper was always because like the parents of like the bride traditionally like paid for most of the wedding right yeah and so, then, so that's why you have the groom supper because the groom's parents paid for that then. right they just paid for that party and then the wedding was from the yeah the, the bridal family yeah bride family yeah and now it's so different but it's not your stereotypical bride and groom anymore yeah and and plus families like everyone's different for families where like you what kind of contribution you can or can't put in and couples putting in their own contributions too so i think that went out the window and everyone's just like this is what i'm helping with this is what i'm helping with for everything here we go yeah (laughs) this is how it's gonna be like Mm -hmm. it's but I do say that the uh, usually like the rehearsal dinner, if it is, you know, male and female, the groom family does usually still pay for the rehearsal. Yeah, I guess that's how it was for us, too. Mm-hmm. So like my father-in-law paid for yeah. like the rehearsal dinner. Right. But it wasn't ours wasn't a big ordeal. We went to a bar. Everybody ordered off the menu and just kind of had drinks for like two hours and then right. we we're done. Yeah. You know, something that like really kind of grinds my gears hmm. when and I don't know how like if other people feel this way too but like the second i see a wedding guest (laughs) or somebody that is not the bride or the groom showing up to a wedding wearing white or or a shade of white yes beige i agree like i i'm i'm a very nice person i'm always smiling at weddings like because it's our job to always smile and be mm-hmm. happy like even if shit's hitting the fan mm-hmm. um but i will mean mug that person and i can't <laughs> help it i'm just like what? i don't understand how you don't look at that and you're like this is a bad idea yeah i've worn i'm wearing like a white tank top right now and i've worn it under like a blazer and like black right. pants before and even i've looked at some of my bartenders and i'm like is this too much and like Mm-hmm. Even like I'm even feeling a little weird sometimes wearing just a white tank top to weddings. Right. Like and, yeah, and I have like a white blazer, but you won't catch me wearing that oh, on a wedding day. Not on a wedding day no. for a tour, possibly. Yeah, but yeah. like I can see it if like the bride is gonna wear like a black dress or something, or like a blue dress because I've had mm-hmm. black dresses and blue dresses wedding wedding dresses before at the venue. Um, then it's then it's probably okay. But like, why? Stop Stop wearing white to mm-hmm. weddings unless it's okayed by the right. bride. And that's one tradition that I think will stick. Like, the bride is the only stick. one in white unless it's a black and white theme or it's been said that, you know, you're supposed to or can. Yeah. Like, beach weddings, for instance, a lot of times it's like an all-white wedding. Mm-hmm. You're required to wear white. Mm-hmm. That is different. But, like, a normal wedding where they say, like, a formal dress code or semi-formal dress code, like seeing people come in wearing like a white dress yeah like it's just even to any i think any wedding event that you go to yeah you shouldn't wear white showers or bachelor bachelor parties parties. like 
Yep. If you have a white swimsuit, sorry, and you're going to a beach, you can't wear it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and the wedding rehearsal, like anything, I think you just you just stay away from white just to be safe. Yep. And I think it's so funny when yeah you finally see people that wear it. I'm like, ooh. There's 365 days in the year. Figure you have five days at the most out of those out of those days mm-hmm. that you cannot wear white. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. I know. <laughs> I know that's it's after Labor Day. Don't wear yeah. it. Yeah. It's always <laughs> after Labor Day. Don't understand that, but that's for <laughs> I know it sounds so bitchy to complain about, but like if on my wedding day, if I would have saw somebody wearing white, I probably would have freaked out mm-hmm. and like said some questionable things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I would honestly so many people even notice, but if it was like someone who is a plus one that wasn't actually invited and they wore white i would literally be oh. like hell no oh. to them get the hell out yeah or no open bar for you <laughs> yeah. like, you're the only one that has to pay for cocktails yeah, yeah. you know what you did <laughs> oh. well thank you for listening to my rant <laughs> <laughs> you feel strongly about that one. i do i very strongly mm-hmm. but not that it like really happens that often but yeah did and you said that you wore you wore a veil to your for your wedding. Yeah, I wore my um, best your friend Lauren's veil because the yeah. coloring of it matched my dress perfectly. And like her grandma actually um, sewed on or made her veil. My friend so, did that too. Yeah. Her grandma. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cute and kind of nice. And like it was one I didn't want to spend mm-hmm. thousands of dollars on a veil. That a I was veil is wear. like the perfect thing to be borrowed that can be passed around to everyone. Yeah, everyone yeah. had one. Almost, it's yeah. easy to pass around. And, and you wear it for not to spend you i wore it for 30 minutes i literally right. only wore it for the ceremony no other time mm-hmm. so like, like well you have to take it off because when you're doing like if you're doing any recessional line or like mm-hmm. giving any hugs to people they go right to give you a hug and then they pull it on it yep so you have to take it off i think yep. the only other time that i usually see brides put them back on is during like for like the golden hour or like oh, sunset photos like the do the veil yeah be things yeah. yeah yeah i'm pretty sure like mike and i walked down the aisle our bridal party started coming out. Um, I had one bridesmaid starting to bustle my dress. And then um, Laura came by, just popped it right out of my head. She brought it right back up, folded mm-hmm. it up all nicely, put it in her bag. And she goes, okay, cool. We're done with that. <laughs> I'm like, yep, we good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. But I wonder when veil – well, I mean, I feel like traditionally, going back to like the arranged marriages, it was always like those two-tiered where – the oh, veil this, like yeah, laid in front, front and then they didn't pull it off until they pronounced you as married does that yeah. seem about right maybe i just watched that in a movie <laughs> no i feel like that used to be yes that was the tradition where it was always in front and then you flip it back yeah yeah and now it's just like a cute accessory in the back and you yeah. never have it forward yeah it's a nice thing to like cover your arms if like you don't want your yeah. arm showing or i mean anything. i could google it there's definitely a reason for it it was like to cover her and it probably goes back to my whole bridesmaids thing with trying to cover her identity yeah that's like but i still see that still like i wonder if that will make its way out of i feel like arranged marriages will never come back so no i mean (laughs) sorry i thought we were talking about like well the reasoning behind veils like arranged marriages yeah (laughs) um I think we're a lot funnier when we're not drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is it crazy oh, though? Oh, wedding veils. Sorry. No, you go and then I'll go okay. on to my point. The wedding veil probably 
probably okay google you sound <laughs> are you on wikipedia right just, now? no just it's just google because google just pops up with its answers oh. um originated as a way to ward off evil and protect the purity of the bride oh so that's again i don't know same thing with the flipping bridesmaids sounds very 1800s yeah flame colored veils to actual scare off those spirits back in the day i know what i'm doing <laughs> flame veils <laughs> Just like emboss flames all up on the veil. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dreamy. (laughs) It doesn't match the vibe. I'm sorry. (laughs) No. Um, Um, Okay, so what were you going to say? Well, isn't it crazy that so many traditions are revolving around your stereotypical like bride? Yeah. Is there any traditions that are centered around like the male or the groom or men? I don't know. I feel like there's not many. Everything, everything's always surrounding around a bride, which I understand. I mean, some the, of these things are fluid with that, yeah. but at the same time, it's more about the wedding and it's not necessarily, and I mean, maybe that's the point of it is that a lot of these traditions are just for wedding traditions and not supposed to be as gendered. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, yeah there are more things that are gendered towards females. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which just seems crazy to me, but mm-hmm. I get it. And that is why we say that weddings are the bride's best or the bride's most special day, like it's her day kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Which most grooms probably would agree. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, it's their day too. Yeah, I no, mean, it's, it's both their days. Yeah. It is. And that's, I think, one thing when we have our meetings with couples, I always, you know, there's always a certain time that certain people like perk up. <laughs> but I always am like, it's both your days. Like, what do you want too? Trying to make sure that it's like, it's not just what one-sided of what one person wants yeah yeah i think it'd be fun though in when we post this episode if we put something on instagram that is just a questions of saying like what are traditions that either you did do you didn't do you said no to or like Mm -hmm. ones that were just we didn't bring up that you guys are thinking of yeah it's our questions in the corner booth segment yeah yeah thanks to canva i made all that beautiful (laughs) artwork for it yeah so send send in just other tidbits and traditions and just things that you think should or shouldn't be still a, a tradition yeah and like your thoughts on them mm-hmm. i'm sure you missed so many i know well i had kind of like when i was like writing like the list out like of stuff that i wanted to talk about today mm-hmm. um i like had my list and then i'm like i feel like i'm missing stuff so i went on like google and like typed in wedding traditions and all of a sudden i like got pulled up to like martha stewart's website or yeah. her blog and some of her things were ruthless like really don't do this don't do this like or this is dumb, like do whatever the hell you want kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, get it, Martha. <laughs> Prison changed you. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, but, fun. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying now. I'm like so caffeinated that I'm like, yeah, I like it shaky. I've drank almost half of it now. And again, don't know if it's the placebo effect or if it's actually the caffeine, but I can hardly sit still. So we got to end this. I know. And I also really have to go to the bathroom. I got to You pee. made it through. I know. So thank you for listening today. We also did zero preparation for it too, which I think <laughs> goes out. better for us. Oh, it does. Um, as always, don't forget to submit your questions, quandaries, asks literally anything we really want to start getting some questions in and start like helping people with things Mm -hmm. um so please let us know 
how we can help you. So to do that, go follow us on Instagram at the Corner Booth Podcast. Um, same with the Facebooks on there, or go to our website, which is www.thecornerboothpod.com. And a couple shout outs. You can follow me, Megan, at the Capital Room, and my Instagram is at the Capital Room. And then um, mine is at Chancaska Winery Weddings. And then don't forget to follow in the amazing Colin Scharf at, at Colin Scharf and at Goldmine Studios. He did all of our music and is just a precious human being. <laughs> don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yes. Spotify, Amazon. I think we're on Amazon now, right? Yeah, Amazon and Google. I, I set us up on there, so we, we good. Yeah, the iPhone one, too. All right. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, if you have any questions on where to find us, um, if it's not working for you, let us know, and we'll make sure that's working. Otherwise, on our Instagram, you can go to our link tree in our bio, which then helps you just pull up exactly to watch it, because we have it on Anchor as well. Sick. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks cool. for joining us, and we'll yeah. see you next week. See you next week. Check, Check please. please.